Welcome back to the Pop Punk Emo Supremo podcast. We got two sad boys in the booth today, or Hunter's room, whatever it is. Um, Same thing, really. One of them is Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. And then I'm Roper. <clears throat> Wouldn't it be funnier if we did it in just some random person's room? Every time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're on track, dude. We just bring... I mean, yeah, we are. We've had five different studio spaces just my, about. I think this my, is the fourth one. Yeah. Let's not record at my place. No. no. <laughs> Too small. Too small. Too much work. Yeah. No thanks. Speaking of work, yeah. sometimes you put all this work into something and it's destroyed in front of you. Oh, yeah. And that's when you want to listen to songs like these. Yeah. Our top five songs to cry to. Boy, have I been crying. Have you been yeah, sobbing over there? Tough, tough couple months. Tons of tears. Tons of tears. This is like the first time this list is not for me. I know. <laughs> I've been killing it lately, Roper. Come on. Must be nice. Not <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel so for I'm you. Just a very bitter soul. Me? No, me. Oh. Today. Today? Yeah. I'm not going to end. Dead. Hopefully Roper's soon. usually the bright one. Yeah, hopefully it. Uh, hopefully this bitterness just leaves. Leaves your body? Yeah. Is it like a demon? Yeah. Your hair looks extra cool today. I'm I'm growing it out a little bit, yeah. Just because I haven't really set up a hair thing. Is it because I'm growing out my hair? Because who gives a shit? I don't give a shit anymore. Oh no! <laughs> you know, long hair. The and, collapse you know. of my best friend happening right in front of me. <laughs> well, this is getting uncomfortable. Yeah. Should we just go to the list? Yep. Well, I got a song you can cry to. Yeah. Um, it's by your favorite band, A Day to Remember. Don't spoil it. I'm not. It's from the album Homesick, and the song is called If It Means a Lot to You. I thought this was Haley Williams on this it's not. track for at least 10 years. It should have been. It should have been. I don't think this girl's... I've never seen Sierra K do anything else. Neither have I. So, but they did bring her back for... They did like an acoustic sessions of like all their Ooh. biggest songs or something. And she came back and jumped on that song again. So that was kind of cool. That is cool. Still has a killer voice. Nice. So, Roper, you might be asking me, why does this make you cry? Yeah. And I'll tell you. It's a beautiful acoustic song. It is. For like the first half. Yeah. Because, um, <laughs> you know, we'll get into it. But I think the lead singer and Sierra K really created this like emotional dynamic together that like, I think it's hard to, like, it's almost like they have a lot of love. You know, <laughs> love. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a lot of uh, like chemicals. Chemistry. Chemistry. There, there it go. is. Yeah. A lot of chemistry together. Um, when the instruments kick in and then like the laws start to take off, it's just I don't know. There's something about it. I think it's so good. I've definitely cried to this song. Oh, yeah. This is a real song I've cried to. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, from like an emotional perspective, I, I remember going through a breakup and the song like really made me feel everything all at once for the in like the best and worst ways. Yeah. Um, I think we all needed music or a movie or some type of media to like escape into for a little bit, but also like can help you move past your shit. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think music's really great at that. So 
you know, just Roper finding something relatable. Um, and Roper asked me, "Well, will you ever get over it?" <laughs> <laughs> and I say, "I said I'd say I'm over it, but the memories will always be a part of me." There you go. Mm-hmm. Roper, what's a song that makes uh, makes you cry? Oh, here's my here's my first one that makes me cry. Um, it's by Home Safe, and it's from the Nervous Reaction album, L- EP, whatever it is. <laughs> How many songs does it have? Seven. Seven? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that's a rough one. It's I like usually call them EPs. Right on the borderline. Mm-hmm. And the song is Old Soul. I like the song. Dude, the song is so good. I was surprised because I'm not a huge Homesafe fan. I told you, there's probably some songs that you like. Yeah, I gotta go through like what you think, like 40 songs. No, not even. Is it not 40 songs? No. Oh, I thought they had like a few records out. They've got one, two full lengths, and then like three EPs. But yeah, you want to hear why it makes me cry? That's what I'm here for. Actually. So this song dropped after one of my very many like flings that I had that just went nowhere, and then like. <laughs> Uh, I really like dug into this song and like listened to the lyrics and like found them super relatable because he talks about like uh, how the partner that he had like changed his hair like so long ago, but she like walked out before he could tell her and stuff. And like there's certain things that he says, like the changing of the hair kind of reminds me or makes me feel like she's just changing completely as a person mm. as like different from the one that like he thought he knew. Hmm. And so I, is this like all really short after the end in the song, or is this like just like later down in time? What are you talking about? So like, what's the timeline here? Timeline? Yeah. So he gets broken up with, and how long from that point yeah. to where she changes her hair? I don't know. He talks about uh, so long ago. So maybe they broke up a while ago, and then like know. maybe it's yeah. like maybe it's like a. It's her way of moving on. Maybe. Or like, and he just like is stuck on it. Mm. I don't know. That's what you got to love about these songs. You can interpret them in any way you need. Uh, This, yeah, dude, this chorus is so catchy though. Like, Mm -hmm. um, guitar sounds so good. They're so fucking, or so fucking, so fucking (laughs) sweet, like guitar licks, like when the song picks up into the bridge and then they do like these sick ass harmonies too, that every time I sing and cry in my car, I just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> harmonize with them yeah um just a great like song to be sad to you know what's funny like i've definitely cried in my car to a song before but i think i hit the most emotion when i put the music video on my tv oh. I'm just like sitting there maybe i had a maybe i had a drink or two yeah that'll do it and then you're just like Fuck mine usually just hits me like out of nowhere like i'll just be listening to music at work and then like mm-hmm. or in my car and i'll hear like a lyric and i was like oh that hurt and then i'll start <laughs> i start to tear up a bit um, Why'd you leave me five years yeah. ago? <laughs> I'll show you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not like a threat. Yeah. Uh, will I get over it? Already over it. Already over it. Yeah, that's good. But then, I, then it, like after every fling, the song just always like is a nice comfort food. It seems like I listen to it quite a bit. I feel like a day to remember. Um, that's a definitely a comfort food oh, band yeah. for me. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like I don't really listen to them a ton anymore, but whenever I go back to them, it makes you feel better. <clears throat> yep. So, I got a band roper. Oh, yeah? Their uh, name, if we can say it on this podcast, fuck, getting canceled. It will be fine. <laughs> okay. Moose Blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're back, baby. We're not talking about, oh, fuck, what was his name? Front Porch Step anymore. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <sighs> Awkward. Anyway, 
Um, what's the album? I'll keep you in mind from time to time. Such a great album. Uh, it is. And then the song, uh, I think it's a classic. I think it might be overplayed a little bit, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it. I think it deserves it. It's Cherry. I was young and irresponsible About a year ago And it's impossible to tell If my hands will ever warm up think you could play it enough you know you're probably right the song is so good and i'll tell you why it's good i'll tell you why it makes me cry the way the song is composed is so beautiful because it's oh, yeah because when you listen to it you really kind of just only hear the guitar but there's so much happening in the oh, background yeah. that makes it this atmosphere of depression it's fantastic but it's kind of like uplifting all at the same time yeah. which i like um it's a great example of like sometimes less is more. Oh yeah, and I think that yeah, I think this is by far the most memorable song on the record for me. I could be there's a few others that like. There's really... a lot of fucking bangers on that album, mm-hmm. but this was the first song that brought me to them. Yeah, and same so... here. Yeah, I saw a guy do a cover of it, and then yeah, uh, uh, and then I was like, well, that song's really good. And then I found the album, and then it's been. I should thank that guy. You should. <laughs> should. I tried to him. learn. I tried to learn this one on guitar a long time ago. Yeah, pick it up. Yeah. It's not bad. Pretty easy. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of background synths, bells, and whatnot that like really brings out the emotion, like I was saying before. Uh, the line, she's not mine and she never will be, about his future wife's child yeah. is like heartbreaking. He's There's reminded, just something. Reminded every day. I remember when I was 18 and I was thinking of like, oh, he's talking about his girlfriend or something. Yeah. And I'm like... And then I found out the story behind it. I'm like, it's even a little bit more gut-wrenching. Yeah. Now that I think about it. So, am I over it? I'd say I'm over it, but I keep it in mind from time to time. <laughs> I saw you put that out. I was yeah. like, yeah, that's I, clever. I knew you'd enjoy that. This album's so good. It is very good. I, you know, I like, uh, I Hope You're Miserable. Yeah. There was like, a point in my life where I was like, needed that song. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of Gums, obviously great. Bukowski's fucking Bukowski's phenomenal. Bukowski's kidding. It's just, it was a record that sounded like no other records at the time. I know. You noticed that? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then their newer records don't really sound like their first record. No, they just sound like each other. Yeah, they do. But it's still great. There's I love some really good songs on both of those, but this one just always, like, always my go-to for Moose Blood. I think uh, Blush is my go-to. Blush is really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Got Knuckles on there. Knuckles. Knuckles. There's there's just a ton of songs. I, I like yeah. all record. I like all three of the records. It's one of those only bands that like, obviously can't say that I dislike oh, anything. Man. Done. There's a song that I could have added on this playlist. Thank God I didn't. What is do it? it. Uh, well, then we would have had Double Moose Blood on here. Oh no. Yeah, I think it's like Spring. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that song gets me to cry quite a bit. Oh, <sighs> speaking of what else gets you to cry? Ooh, what else you got, my pal? I got uh, Chief State with their single "I'll Be a Mess Without You." This. A lot of acoustic jams kind of coming around here. Just like that's something that just gets me in the feels every time. Yeah, I wonder like what like what the science is behind the acoustic guitar being like the feel maker over. Maybe like, it's just like more stripped down. Yeah. There's not a lot going on. It's a little more intimate. Mm-hmm. 
It's yeah. true. Um, but this song makes me cry just because it like it's saying from the perspective of a friend, like watching watching uh his friend like slowly like fall fall deeper into his like depression and stuff and like he just like wants to help but he can't help and i've been in that position so many times it's yeah it's like one of those things where you watch your friends go through breakups that you've like you've also been in that situation and you like yeah. you want to help but it's just there's time. not a lot that you can do nope time just you know spend time with them and make sure they have you when they need you that's you all know, you can really do that's the most important thing mm-hmm. um there's like uh or the chorus of this song is like super catchy too which is kind of funny for like a sad song like it gets stuck in your head every time you listen to it and then the ending like when Frazier sings the chorus one last time he just like does this where uh they like slow it down and then i'm just describing this terribly but like <laughs> he does this little inflection on like i'll be hoping that you pull through and it's just so nice it's such a good song <laughs> Is it nice yeah and then like batch from the uh from the empty space podcast was talking about this when they were like first getting into chief state and stuff mm-hmm. i think that you might have like told fraser about it but like he was saying how like he thanks fraser for this song and like it helped him out so much because it like made him picture his mom like mm. singing it to him when he was going through like a really really hard time so i kind of picture like me like watching certain friends of mine go through very hard times and hard situations and you really just can't do much about it. Yeah. Except for showing this song, I guess. Hey, you're like, hey, yeah. you want to feel depressed still? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's this great song for you. Uh, will I get over it? I don't know. Like, struggling with mental health is really hard. And, it, mm-hmm. like, I care about all my friends a lot. So it's really hard for me to watch anybody struggle, especially with loss or, like, breakups or anything because, like... It's all difficult, but like in due time, it'll get better. Yeah. But, well, yeah, it's kind of like the ups and downs of life. It definitely like felt like everything was against me for like months at a time. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, all these good things are happening. To yeah. Me. Weird. I, I'm like one of those people where it's like as soon as good things start happening, I'm like, all right, what's the catch? Exactly. You know, like what is coming after That's this? That's kind of where I'm at. It's like you get like two or three months of peace, and then you're like, all right, what's going to happen this year that's mm-hmm. going to fucking make this fumble? Yeah, it's kind of a bummer to um to think that way too. Yeah. There's some people that are just happy all the time. I don't just, get it. Yeah. <clears throat> this list is not for them. Or like people who like have never dealt with any sort of like depression or anything. Like that just mm-hmm. blows my mind. Yeah, that you just have that ability to not be sad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean everyone's gonna get sad like if someone dies in your family or yeah. you know, whatnot. But there's just this like emptiness you just feel randomly for no reason. And oh, you're yeah. like and I'm just like, Oh, you don't feel that you, you know don't f- I, I think there's a lot more people like that today than there were like 50 years ago and i wonder why because they Technology. probably didn't talk about it yeah <laughs> and that too yeah there's a lot of little things here yeah let's not dig too much into this no. <laughs> <laughs> um next up for me i got neck deep Ooh. uh from their song the peace and the panic and this song breaks my heart it's 1970 something when he went away the heart attack was sharp He didn't feel no pain If you saw him now then what What would you say I love you and I miss you I owe you everything And I hope you know you 
such a sad, sad tune. Dude, I... I'll just read my list here. Right. <laughs> Honestly, I think the backstory behind Ben's parents is what makes me cry. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty cheery song about love and accomplishments and, you know, finding uh, love again. <laughs> I don't know. I wrote love twice there. Yeah. Um, having kids, paying the mortgage, stuff like that. You know, just like the simple accomplishments of life and growing your family. Um, and then, but then the bridge hits. Yeah. And it just gets me so teary eyed. Um, it's all about Ben passing or Ben's dad passing away, which is like, I've never had someone in my family pass away. Yeah. It's difficult. So I don't really know what that's like. Um, but the final chorus with the wall of electric guitars and Ben being there for his mom, it's it's a beautiful song. Oh yeah. You know, it's like one of those things where I'm like, I'm not super close to my family. Definitely love them. Um, Mm -hmm. like, but like, we're not going to hang out and do something together other than go get a meal and talk about our lives and whatnot, which probably should change, but we just don't have anything in common. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. What are you going to do? Um, so will I get over it? I'm not sure about this one. Uh, like I said, I've never lost a close family member and it's the fear. It's like a big fear of mine not being able to like call and talk with my mom or dad. Like, I don't know. People that, you know, you've always had from day one of your life. It's terrifying. I think it, like, it gets scarier as we get older, too. Yeah. Because you have more time with them, and then, like, you, like, realize at some point, you're like, oh, no, they're mm-hmm. getting old, too. Like, I can't be <laughs> responsible for this whole family. That and, like, like, I've been watching my mom's, like, she's always got something wrong with her. She's going to the doctor. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, you know, like, yeah. it's happening so soon. Not that she's dying or anything, no. but... You know, it's just like aching or stuff like that. Yeah. All my grandparents are like pretty old. Yeah. So I have hope that they'll live a nice like to the age of 90 something. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. We'll see what happens. Mm, but yeah. I have some hope. What's your next song? Ooh, uh, it's by Youth Fountain. Uh, it's from the album Keepsakes and Reminders that came out last year, 2021. I'm not sure, but I like the album. Yeah. Very good. Makes uh, me sad. The song that I picked was Peace Offering. The song's about like struggling with your own mental health and like not feeling good enough for the people around you, even though like that's all in your head and stuff. The song like came out <clears throat> right in the middle of probably like the worst seasonal depression I've had. Mm-hmm. Like after Christmas last year, like day of Christmas, like just hit me like right when I got to my apartment. I'm like, oh, well, shit. Here's the next three months <laughs> until it just gets nice cold out. and. Nothing yeah. good happened. You know, know when seasonal depression hits for me, though? Summertime. That, but also Christmas. Because yeah. there's just something about, like, traveling to my mom and dad's house, like, knowing they're not together anymore. Yeah. And it's just, like, it just sucks. There's it nothing does. good about it. I hate it. I don't know. I think it's just, like, everybody's so happy. And then, like, like that day, I just felt like, I was like, oh. I'm all alone again. And like, (laughs) it just sucks. You always had the podcast. I know. I always have friends too. And I just like, I always, uh, I feel guilty because like I focus sometimes on myself and like, I could easily just go reach out to like any of my friends and stuff and like still have someone there for me. But it's just, I think it's like a companionship thing. Yeah. I've just been on my own for like five years and then like, oh, it gets lonely, dude. 
I get it. And then like, I just like, there's some days where I just don't feel like good enough for like, uh, like my friends or like my job or even myself sometimes I just like get stuck mm-hmm. in like a rut. And this song is just like, Definitely hits my heartstrings when it comes to that because, like, there's been some really difficult times this past year where I've listened to this and just, like, fucking sat in my car and cried. Get it all and, out. Like, get it all out. Like, it's it's been a really hard year just, like, dealing, like, feeling lonely and stuff. Yeah. Uh, vocals on this song fucking get me every time, especially the last chorus. Like, he just, like, belts it out, and that's what that's usually what gets me to go like start crying. (laughs) Um, yeah. Um, will I get over it? I don't know. My mental health is a constant battle. Yeah. And just, I don't know. You take any meds or anything? No, I probably should. Mm, Yeah. I don't know. I think I need to talk to a therapist first. Yeah, I'm not, like, a proponent for them because I don't like how they make me feel. But no. I took anxiety meds once and it just fucked me up, like, Mm -hmm. made me crazy. Yeah, mine just made me, like, a zombie. It was, like, really boring the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if meds will work for me or what, but... Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, like, a light. It's worth a bit of experimentation. Yeah, I just don't want to... spending $50 for no reason. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think... uh, I I hope one day that I get over this feeling, but I don't know if it'll ever happen. (laughs) Yeah. I've kind of just accepted it. It was just like, you know, you're going to have your good days, your bad days stuff. I've been really like a proponent of like just realizing that it's not always going to be shit. And oh, if yeah. I think like that, I start to feel a bit better. Yeah. Usually I just get in these like weird ruts and mm-hmm. then I just feel stuck and then I don't feel good. And then like once it gets nice out again, then it starts to feel a little bit better. But yeah. then I don't know. There's always going to be something that I feel like is missing or that I need to work on with myself. But. Creates improvements. Yeah, exactly. That's what I like about it. I remember, like, just this, the beginning of this year particularly was, like, so fucking shit. Oh, yeah. It made everything horrible. And it took me it took me a good, like, four or five months to, like, start feeling genuinely happy again. Yeah. And not faking it. Like, it was rough. It was a while. Mm-hmm. I even tried medication, and I was like, no, I still hate this shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. But if it works for you, awesome. Just so everyone knows, right? Yeah. If it, whatever makes your life better, um, you do what you got to do. You got anything else to say about this bad boy? No, it's just a really good song. That's like helped me, but also like got me in my head too. So like, yeah. I don't know. It's always gonna be a go-to whenever I'm sad. Mm-hmm. But it's it fucking rules. I think everybody should check it out. It's a pretty epic song. Well, Roper. Yeah. That leads me to your second favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Mayday Parade uh, off their EP, uh, Valdosta. Yeah. Is that how you say it? I'm going to say it that way. Okay, cool. Because I don't know how to say it. Because when I was younger and it came out, I called it Val- Valdesta or something Valdesta. like that. But that's not how it is. <laughs> it's not how it's spelled, but it could still be pronounced that way. You never know. Um, and I chose the song Terrible Thing. Now Telling you this because life can do terrible things you'll learn one day I'll hope and pray that God shows you differently. What a sad song. <laughs> like it's like he's like, I'm gonna make a song that mm-hmm. makes everybody fucking cry. 
on purpose. I wonder if there's like any like if it's just like a storytelling song or if there's like any actual story behind his life with this. I, mean, I don't know. The whole I mean, all right. So why does it make me cry? The, the piano. Jesus Christ. Okay. There needs to be more piano songs. I was actually there's a with confidence piano song that I should have put on this list. Yeah, but I didn't. Um, and I cannot remember for the life of me what it's called, but it's really good. Anyway, um, pianos are great at making you sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the song is about a father telling his kid not to fall in love because, you know, of the heartbreak of his wife dying young from an illness is like a horrifying thought. Yeah. Um, and it gives me some major high met your mother vibes. Spoiler oh, yeah. alert. But <laughs> if you haven't watched it by now, you're not going to watch it. They fucking killed her on purpose just so that way him and Robin can get together. Probably. They done. What was, was the whole point of that? It could have been better. We all know. Yeah. But I still love that show. That yeah, show brought good. a lot of hope and happiness to me. That's good. Um, so, like, when the instruments all kick in for, like, the instrumental, you have this chance to, like, soak all of this in. And then, like, he comes back for the final chorus for the gut-wrenching punch. And you're just like, Jesus Christ. Like, there's something. I don't know if it's just the way he sang it or what, but yeah, it was. it's a beautiful song. They're pretty good at making <clears throat> sad songs. So. They are. Katie Don't Cry that was like always my go-to one for Sad May Day yeah. but I was like what's another good one and then I you know I remember terrible things yeah um I could say if I'm gonna get over it you know I'm fortunate to not have had this happen to me but if I was in this situation I would never get over no. that <laughs> there's no way you like marry the love of your life and she just dies yeah like oh my god how unlucky can you be <laughs> that's just life I guess like, I guess like, and it's like oh found the one Yep. <laughs> knock that one off earth Jesus yeah. Christ That's tough Not as bad as my next one But we'll talk no. <laughs> Alright Roper Alright So I picked a cliche one on this one A but cliche Definitely Definitely a great song to cry to uh, mm-hmm. It's by Movements Yeah of course uh, The album is Feel Something You'll definitely feel something with this song uh, Daylily <laughs> Best hook in oh emo music. God. Tell me I'm wrong. Nope, you're not wrong, dude. This song will get you crying, singing, mm-hmm. fucking brings out all the emotions in you. I like seeing like TikTok videos of like someone recording like them playing in a basement or something and the song comes on and then you just see like the crowd like like everyone knows that line. Oh yeah. It's so I don't know, it's just really iconic. It's yeah. Uh this one just like gets me every time I hear it. Uh mm-hmm. I was not a fan of this record at all when I first heard Dude, it. Dude, this record fucking rules. It's a um it's, it's an acquired so taste. So good. Me. I uh, like it now. But yeah. back when I was discovering it, I was like, This music's too sad. It's really hard it was like really hard <laughs> for me to get into this band. Like mm-hmm. but they had their first EP and I think oh fuck. What is that song called? Where he like talks about uh, hanging himself in his closet, just like the rest <laughs> of the outgrown things. So outgrown, casual. yeah. Out, outgrown things is the EP, but dude, that song fucking rules. And like, okay, I'm gonna get 
I'm going to stick with this band. And then they put out this album and I saw them like the day that it came out. So I think I was like one of the first people to hear Daylily live. Came out in 2014, right? 2017. No way. Really? Oh, I thought it was a lot older than that. Yeah. It was crazy because they put out this album and then the same day, uh, Knuckle Puck put out Shapeshifter. Mm -hmm. So they both were debuting an album at one show. It was just fucking nuts that's that awesome it's kind of sucks you didn't know the lyrics though you no know what I mean? but like it stood out enough like this song stood out enough and then the uh the song about it the grandma having all alzheimer's really stood out to me too hmm. live and then but yeah this one's just like about a friend who like wants to see his friend get better and like go outside and stuff and uh, not deal with depression. Like I said in the Chief State song, it's something that it, I kind of hold close to my heart. Like there's times where like I'm definitely not feeling like a person, but I definitely don't want to see any of my friends like sad or anything. Mm-hmm. And you just want them to like get out and see like the world for what it is, you know, not stay inside and be all sad and stuff. It's my favorite activity. It's I know. <laughs> I love it. You just got to get outside, dude. I just don't like it out there. It's kind of boring. <sighs> Dude, so Every nice. time I leave my house, I end up paying money. Yeah, that's true. I think I do that all the time. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, you know, hey, I can go for a walk. Oh, I got to get a soda on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of hungry. I got to get some food. Get some food. Oh, a, a new car? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't ever have to Brand walk again? Car. Yeah, Perfect. dude. But this song is like fucking a pop punk staple or emo staple. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, like a modern classic. Um I'd be hard-pressed to see if, like, anybody didn't know this song yet. I bet there's a few, but TikTok's starting to change the game because I see it a lot now on TikTok. Yeah. Will I ever get over it? Nah. Hmm. Can't. The song is just too good. You just can't. It's a great song. It'll never go away. I know that for sure. Roper. Yeah. Are you ready to talk about something I love to talk about as much as I possibly can? We're going to get a twofer here. Ooh. It's Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties. Aaron Weist? Oh, the record, we don't have each other, but I could have picked so many others. Oh, yeah. um, but I decided to go with Grapefruit. There's so much happening in the song. Uh, the song will, like, with all the trauma-induced backstory of Aaron West and his divorce uh, and his loss of his daughter from a miscarriage, like, Jesus Christ, yeah. how much more can this man go through? Uh, the details about paying a room for a baby that never came, you know, like, yeah. ugh. Watching, like, the deterioration of your relationship, Watching yourself lose who you are to depression from, you know, the death of your father amongst everything else I listed. (laughs) Like, it's just, there's just no winning for this man. Um, But I will say, like, one of the most memorable parts on the record for me is when Aaron West sings, Hey, Holy Ghost, why'd you leave me? Where'd you go? Right when I fucking need you, I'm all alone, I'm all alone. Um, I didn't even want to, like, try to imitate it because it's just perfect. (laughs) It's so good. Um, And the song doesn't even end on a high note. (laughs) It's only becoming a burden to everyone (laughs) around him. It's just like, oh, my God. Aaron, what's going on, man? Like, he did such a great job setting up the record. It was supposed to be a one-off record. It wasn't supposed to be anything really more than that. And, wow, you know? Like, he was just like, how can I make this man want to kill himself by the end of this record? (laughs) 
and and he doesn't even kill himself. No, but the last song is like a suicide contemplation thing. Yeah. So, dude, the second album gets me a little sad. Yeah. When he finally has his band, then he has to go home. Go home. Mm-hmm. Because another person died. Or like just sign the papers, which is probably my favorite song. Oh by him. yeah. Oh. Yeah. He just there's just something about like everything being taken away from him in the matter of such a short time. Yeah. You know, it's just like oh, I've never had. Two of those three things happen. Yeah. <laughs> but holy shit, if it did, like, there's no way I could move forward. Uh, yeah. So will you ever get over it? No. I just, that's why no. I put I was done. No. I well, can't. We're probably going to have a third album of torture, too. I, you know, I'm kind of hoping it's going to be something a little more positive. I hope so, but <laughs> the way that this story's going. What? The story ended on a positive note. With him and his nephew? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was just like at home with you know his mom's house, taking care of his nephew and the house, and yeah, but just being a, not a burden on everyone. He had a band, him. dude. He's he traveling the world. I bet that comes back into play. I bet it does too. I hope Rosa comes back. I did like Rosa a lot. Dude, I fucking love that song. Like, I like that song, but like, I think that might be like my most skip song on there. Really? It's the harmonica for me. Uh, I don't. I don't even care. Like, it's so good. It's just like. I don't know. It's just too. Nah, maybe know. if they lowered it in the mix, it wouldn't bother me as much. It's, it's a very folky song. I like it. I like it. I just it's definitely my most skip one. It's definitely like a high note on that whole album because he's like finally has friends and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, let's take that away from him real yeah. quick. But he makes the most of They're it. They're gonna move out. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I'm hoping whenever that decides to come out. Sounds like it usually comes in like, let's see, Sister Cities. They came out in 2018. 2018. And then Aaron West came out in 2019. So it's likely we'll see another Aaron West record maybe sometime next year. I hope. He said he was waiting to go to the UK to finish writing the rest of the last album. So it might be a few more years. I know he was out there, though. Yeah. Maybe he's already got it finished. I guess guess it has to do something with him going to the UK. I mean, that's kind of interesting. He's just stowing his way under the planes. There you go. He's like playing someone to put him in a suitcase and throw him up there. There you go. I mean, he'd die of, you know, lack of oxygen, but maybe that's how it ends. Maybe he just drills a hole in the suitcase. No, but like underneath the plane. Oh, yeah. The pressure is so. Yeah, he'd die. Little pussy. (laughs) Jesus. What's your number one, Roper? Oh, mine is by The Wonder Years. Oh, no. Can't have a top five list without Aaron West or The Wonder Years on it. So why not both? Yeah. Uh, what album? Sister Cities. Oh my god. And the song is Raining in Kyoto. So, most people would not cry to this song. Yeah, I can see why you do, though. Yeah. Uh, and this song makes me think of my grandpa all the time now mm-hmm. that I listen to it. Um, he passed last September, so it's been like a year. Um, but when he first moved to Iowa, like, we didn't really have, like, a close relationship or anything. Like, we never really did. But one of the first things that we did is, like, I took him to Walmart, and then we uh, bought him, like, a radio he like kept talking about it all day. He's like, "Can I get 
can I trouble you to take me to Walmart so that way I can purchase a portable radio for my country western music? <laughs> and so last year, I think it was like middle or yeah, middle of spring, two years ago, he got pneumonia and he had to like move to hospital or like a assisted living home or a hospice, one of the two. Same thing in my mind. They're just miserable. Yeah, no one really likes being there. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. Like, I thought he was definitely going to come back home. I thought he would get better because that's what happened before. And then he just, like, took a turn for the worst, and I just, like, was not around at all, which I, like, really regret. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, in the song, he talks about how being, like, an ocean away and stuff, and, like, I feel like in my mind, like, I kind of was because I watched my uncle die, and that was, like, one of the hardest things I've ever dealt with and I still like see it and feel it you know and I just didn't really want to go through that again with my grandpa Mm -hmm. and so like by the time I I mean like I was stewing on it for months and like I just want like I wanted to be there for him but at the same time I just couldn't do it and that's one of the worst feelings ever it almost feels like selfish yeah and it's kind of following me around now so I like hear this song and he talks about buying buying a radio to drown the drown out the machines or like play the blues away, and so like that's really the lyric that I latched onto the most mm-hmm. was so that little part. Yeah. yeah, and dude, when I like I came back to the song for the first time in a long time, and I think I might have just been at work and that part played and I just like lost it. I'm like, God damn it, dude! It was uh like ever since <clears throat> that. Last September, it's just shit's been like ridiculous, mm-hmm. and like I feel I feel happier for my parents just so that way they're not having to take care of them all the time. Yeah, but it still sucks because like I never really had a relationship that I wanted out of that whole situation, and I didn't do anything to make it better either. Dude, I got such a relatable story about this one. My uh, my grandpa, he um had a. I don't remember exactly what it was. I believe it was a type of cancer and I was in Florida at the time. Yeah. So my mom's calling me and she's like, Hey, you know, grandpa's health is getting pretty bad. And I'm like, okay. Um, you know, that sucks. Like you don't really know what to do cause you're so far away. Yeah. You don't have the capacity to like be there. And then, so I called him on the phone and he was like really weak. You can kind of tell. Yeah. And then, you know, just thanked him for teaching me how to ride a bike and then the next day he passed away Damn. and it was like, it's not even, you know, what's really sad about it though is the fact that like, I didn't bother me as much as, cause he wasn't such a huge part of my life. Yeah. Um, he was in the beginning though. He was like, I saw him all the time. He was my yeah. favorite grandpa when I was a kid. And then all of a sudden he just like, I, he moved out to Arizona or something and I just never saw him for like, no kidding, like 10, 15 years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he like came back for a little bit. He did the funniest thing. <laughs> He, um, he, we, I had a girlfriend at the time and, um, her, her, my girlfriend's parents were absolutely furious with me, um, over some intimate things. And (laughs) (laughs) so they had made this plan and I told my parents this, that they were going to come over and we were all going to talk. My parents, me, her and her parents. That sounds so fucking awkward. Oh, but here's the best part. My grandpa was in the camper outside her house at the time and so he came in to get a meal Uh and like he didn't really understand why they were here (laughs) so we're all just quietly eating at the table knowing the shit's about to fucking drop and then my grandpa's just like 
So, uh, who are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> it is that is my favorite memory with that man. That's hilarious. I uh, <laughs> I remember just dying laughing right there, and I was just like, "Oh, it's gonna be so uncomfortable <laughs> in like ten minutes." And that conversation fucking sucked. Just in oh, case anyone sure. was wondering. Okay, I'm sorry for interrupting. No, you're good. That brought a lighter lighter tone to that story. I had to, you know, I gotta yeah. add a little bit of yeah. sunshine. Will I ever get over this? I don't know, man. Yeah. It's really, it's still a little too soon to tell. It'll hold you for a while. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I just could have been better, but I wasn't. So. Mm, yeah. There was like a year I experienced just a shit ton of death and it was, it was never people I was like super close with, but like the idea of being like, oh, I used to talk to you often and yeah. now I can never say a single word to you ever again. Yeah. It's scary. It is. It's like, oof. so if you love someone, make sure they know it. Absolutely. Roper. I tolerate you. I tolerate you. <laughs> Once a week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that is our very sad, sad top five songs list. to cry to. To cry. To. Roper. As well. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel good. Do you? I feel a little yeah, depressed. I feel better talking about it. Do you? Yeah. Now I'm just kind of like, death, man. Yeah. <laughs> So I I asked you guys, what's a good song to cry to? Uh, After Elmer said, after Elmer, when we break. I wonder if they wrote that song. I don't think so. No. (laughs) I think it's just a coincidence. Uh, It's just Kemp said, a part of me by neck deep. Solid choice. Very solid choice. My sister, Pimpin' Crippin', said Navy Blue by The Story So Far or Heem Wasn't There by Hot Mulligan. That's a new one. How does Heem Wasn't There go? Uh, I'm not sure. I've only listened to it a few Is times. Is it off the acoustic records? Yeah, the second one. Oh, yeah. I listened pretty, to it a few times. Pretty sad. <laughs> pretty sad. I know that. Navy Blue brings my feels. Oh, yeah. I should have stole a few from these. You should have. Oh, well. But I didn't type them in until <laughs> right before, right you before I got here. Francisco G underscore 19 said, No Halo by Sorority Noise. I'm not easily influenced by music. I usually have to be in a certain mood to already... Already to cry to music, but this song, this fucking song, can change my best of moods to the worst in an instant. It hits so hard. That's a fucking, that's a strong sentiment right yeah. there. Yeah. That's crazy. I might have to check it out later. Sorority noise. I definitely listen to them. Started using again. Oh, yeah. They have a, they have a few songs I really yeah. like. They, they Spotify annoyed the fuck out of me because they kept yeah. playing them over and they over again. They played in uh, Des Moines. Des Moines? The story so far. Oh, I yeah. remember they, yeah, I just remember liking them, but my friend Travis didn't like them. I saw them, I know I've seen them live, and it was sometime when I was in Florida. So, yeah. It's been on my list, but like, it's just one of those bands I hadn't listened a ton to. Yeah. But when you started singing that, I was like, oh my God, Spotify had like ruined that song for me. Oh, yeah. It, every time I'd like shuffle something, it'd be, that would be the first song. Dude, Spotify's starting to piss me off now because it's doing that same shit. Like, I'll pick a song on, like, for their song radio, and then mm-hmm. the same fucking songs keep popping up. Yeah. Like, I'm so bored. <laughs> but, like, sometimes it's comforting because you're like, oh, at least I know I'm going to like these songs. Yeah. So I get it, but I also hate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah I just want to listen to new music sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Empty Space Podcast said, Blooms by Youth Fountain. Shocker. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, e. Laney D. said, Like Knives by City and Color and Indelible by Homebound. Both very good songs. I don't know if I know City and Color. City and Color is fucking great. Are they? Yeah, they're like a. So you know the band Alexis on Fire. Yeah. Their lead singer has an acoustic project. Well, he's had one forever called City and Color because his name is Dallas uh, Green. Okay. And uh, 
yeah, the first two albums are fucking phenomenal. They're acoustic, like folky style songs. Mm-hmm. I think you might actually like him. Uh, Barely Fluent said, I'm Lost Without You by Blink-182. Good tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy's Song by Grayscale. Terrible Things by Mayday Parade. And Last Kiss by Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Oh, where, oh, where can my baby be? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's not the first time you've sang this song. I fucking love that song, dude. Yeah. We, uh, we got terrible things together. Terrible things. There you that go. That was nice. And then uh, Empty Space had one of yours. Or one well, they had the same band. Yeah, one but. of your bands. Not the same song. Um, Two Eyes Open Band. Honestly, Transatlanticism by uh, Death Cab for Cutie. I'm probably going to get roasted for pronouncing that wrong mm-hmm. or anything from elliot smith really my band also put out a song today that's about how depression can make you see the world without color slash vibrancy and that came a very came from a very real place mm, so you guys gotta check out yeah. two eyes open band yeah because their song knows depression it's them uh <laughs> the song uh Jesus. came out thursday of last thursday of this recording oh cool so yeah well you guys killed it this week yeah good job anytime we have a fucking top five you guys it makes me think we should just do top fives all the time but we'll, we'll get burnt out, out and ideas run out of ideas super yeah fast. so uh, i don't know i don't know how we're gonna do it but we'll keep it going we'll don't find worry. out don't you worry we'll it out uh you ready for the next section yeah Are any of you listeners in a small and up-and-coming band? If that's the case, we would love to hear from you. If you want to be a part of the show, we have a nifty Google form you can fill out to give us all the info we need to get your song submitted. You can find a link to the form in our link tree on any and all of our social media. Now, Roper, this week we have a Joyful with their song Miles Away. So, Joyful, what's this guy about? Or band? Who are they? It's not just a single entity, probably. Um, Writing songs that touch on the feelings of loss, regret, and uncertainty. What a fucking... (laughs) What an episode to put you on. I know, right? Chicago rock trio Joyful. Uh, craft music with a sound all their own. Formed in 2019, the band blends dynamically rich rock music with honest lyrical themes, carrying the torch of bands like Jimmy Eat World, Third Eye Blind, and Grayscale. That's kind of an interesting combo. Yeah. Um, consisting of friends Andy Hilgoss, Will Garza, and Jake Newlane, Joyful have their sights set on placing their own unique fingerprint on the rock genre. Just so everyone knows, Joyful has a period at the end. Yes. So it's, it's a statement. It's a statement. So what's the story behind the song, Roper? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Miles Away is our new single, which is set to be released on February 25th. Oh, wow. Crazy. It's out now, guys. I promise yeah. you. This is not next February. <laughs> the song is an energetic rock anthem that does a balancing act between the vocal... Uh, sensibilities and melodies of modern rock and the driven guitar and powerful drumming of pop punk with a sound akin to Seaway, Jimmy E. World, and the band Camino. Ooh. They really like Jimmy E. World. Uh, the song features a compelling chorus, Latin. Is that right? Laden. Laden. The song features a compelling chorus laden with lyrics perfect for crowds to sing along to and guitar leads sure to stick with you after listening. Lyrically, the song deals with thoughts and resurfacing of a tumultuous tumultuous past relationship. I I know it. I just can't get off. Just can't say it. Just can't get it. But you know what we can get? The the song? Yeah, the audio file for music. So, Roper, (laughs) you know what to do. Kick it! 
Hey, I hey. like that one. That was very good. The the state the statement band Joyful uh, really has a beautiful voice. Yeah, it was nice and calming and relaxing. Sweet guitar riffs. It sounded in there. pretty hopeful. Yeah, I like that. Some sick guitar leads. The drummer just he's just tired. I could just tell. <laughs> tell he's. He's a worn out boy. And he's tired, man. He's just constantly hitting that like bum 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 bum. Very good band. Yeah, I was really impressed. Yeah. Um, and so other a lot of other people they have uh, seven hundred and twenty seven monthly listeners. Hell yeah, crazy. They have a song called "Strangers in the Dark" Ooh. that has almost one hundred and forty thousand listens, Ooh. which is nuts. Um, but I think they deserve it. Absolutely, they're really good for just starting. What three years ago? Mm-hmm. So, if you guys want to get in the bandwagon before a band gets big. This is probably one. Hop on that joyful bandwagon. Thanks for listening to our show. As a reminder, you can find a link tree on any and all of our social media. Stop. All right, now do it like a robot would. Do it like a robot? Yeah, talk like a robot. Thanks for listening to our show. No, not for the beginning. What? Oh. <laughs> do it. I just love throwing you what? off the beat. Our username is PPES Podcast. Our username is PPES Podcast. That's Instagram. That's Facebook. That's Twitter. <laughs> and more. Please drop us a five star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to help our show grow. Uh, now doing like Pumbaa from The Lion King. Pumbaa? Yeah. Wait, is he the warthog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't do it. <laughs> Every, every sing- single drop, <laughs> every single song you heard on today's episode will be on a Spotify playlist. When I was a young warthog, <laughs> <laughs> you can also find a playlist of our up and coming bands from each season, as well as our pop punk emo supremo picks playlist that I curate curate sometimes weekly. <laughs> uh, don't forget to check out our new show, Pop Punk Emo Supremo News, for all your monthly news, tour announcements, and more. And more. Oh boy. Oh boy. Roper, what's your hot take, my dude? Don't show your ex girlfriend any of your favorite music. Ooh, true. Because or your nudes. Or your nudes. Do you have nudes? No. Me either. Why would I have nudes? I don't know. Maybe you're proud. No. <laughs> Never. Shameful. That way when you show when you show them your favorite songs and then you listen to them after you break up, you won't be so sad. Mm, Just mm-hmm. show them shitty music. Yeah. Show them um. Show them the Drake Bell album from 2004. It's gonna take some time to realize. No, it's real line. I don't know. You idiot.